We're into the final week and a half of the regular season for prep basketball in Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley. A lot of uh, conference races coming down to the finish line, and we'll talk about it next on Prep Rally. You're listening to the Prep Rally Podcast. Now, here's your host, Graham Thomas. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. I'm Graham Thomas with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Ricky Fires is back with us this week after a week on the disabled list. And Leland mm-hmm. Barclay joins us from the River Valley. Uh, first, Rick, welcome back, man. We missed you last week. Oh, man. <clears throat> I know it. Well, I was down and out. Um, I got kicked in the head like a mule, but I'm back up. I staggered back up. Ready to go, just a little tired, but uh, I'm ready, man. This is a great time of year, uh, high school basketball, so let's fire it up. All right, yeah. We're glad to have you back. And uh, I'm going to kick it over to Leland to start us off with today because he he had uh, the Battle of Crawford County Part 2 yesterday uh, at Claire Bates Arena in Van Buren, and sounds like it was another packed house, great ball game. And Van Buren Pointers with a statement victory over Alma. Packed house, great atmosphere, uh, big student sections from both schools. And uh, Van Buren student section came out wearing, uh, you know, dress clothes and had ties on. And they were dr- definitely dressed for success <laughs> as the Pointers won 59-47. They wiped out an early 8-7 to deficit. Uh, Jackson Cazell's. Put uh, put back in an offensive rebound and then hit a three-pointer to end the first quarter. They went up by double digits uh, in the second quarter with an 8-0 run, made it 25-11 to uh, behind a conventional three-point play by Drew Braswell. And, uh, and they never trailed uh, less than double digits from there on out and won it 59-47 to uh, – it did clinch a state tournament berth for uh, – for Van Buren, Alma was already in, obviously, at 10-0. and 0. Uh, They suffered their first loss of conference play. and uh, But, again, uh, Van Buren's got two road games left. Uh, Alma does, too. So, it's going to come down to the to the wire as far as, uh, you know, the seedings in the 5A West. It's exciting. Do you – I mean, is there still a chance for Van Buren to maybe – uh, well, obviously, someone someone else would have to knock off Alma, but Van Buren keeps on winning. I mean, would they get if there's a potential tiebreaker? Would they have it? Yes, they have the tiebreaker. Um, you know, Alma's got to go to Mountain Home the last game of the season, and Van Buren has to go to Harrison this Friday, and then to Russellville next week, and then in between, they host Siloam Springs on Senior Night, and Siloam Springs is coming off a. Uh, a big win um, on Tuesday night. So, you know, they're going to have some momentum too. So maybe you definitely has the toughest uh, road to hoe, if you will, but, uh, but they put themselves in good position and uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. It's like you said, it's going to be an exciting, uh, exciting finish because Russellville won at mountain home on Tuesday night. So it's uh, you know, again, it's going to be an exciting finish in the five a West. Man, one of my favorite leagues to cover. So, Rick, I know you were at Springdale Harbor last night. Tell us how it was. Um, Rogers Heritage hung around for a little bit, but man, Springdale Harbor just overpowered them. Final score is seventy-seven forty-eight. Uh, Cortland Muldrew was just fantastic, thirty points. 
Um, I've never seen a guy get to the rim so easily. I don't care where he's at. I don't care if they started guarding him at half court over on the wing. Somehow he uh, maneuvered through traffic and got to the rim. And um, he had 23 of his 30 points at halftime. Uh, then some other people started scoring the second half. But uh, just a just a uh, big time win. You know, sometimes, you know, you're getting down a stretch and then, you know, Harvard's got big time games against a favor when Springdale come up. Man, you got to take care of the one in front of you, like the coaches always say, one at a time. They took care of business. They got to play at Southside on Friday. Should win that game, but you still got to play. And then it sets up a, a big week next week. Yeah. Well, I was at Bentonville as uh, Fayetteville visited and a couple of really good games on the girls' side and the boys' side. Um, on the girls' side, uh, Fayetteville, it was a fight for about three and a half quarters and Fayetteville pulled away late. And so now that sets up a big game for the, the Lady Purple Dogs on Friday <laughs> against Northside at Bulldog Arena. And then uh, on the guys' side, man, Bentonville uh, – you know, I let off my story talking about how Fayetteville boys are starting to take everybody's best shot, and they got a good one from Fayetteville or from excuse me from Bentonville, and uh, Fayetteville was able to win that ball game, sixty to fifty-three. But I'm telling you, it was fifty-six fifty-three with two minutes fifty-seven seconds left. Bentonville didn't score another point. So, um, you know, it, and as you alluded to, Rick, um, we've got some uh, some big matchups coming you know, down the pike uh, next week for sure uh, and on Friday night on the girls' side. So, you know, it, it's been a fun league to cover on both sides. Um, I, I kind of felt like we knew that it could come down to the final week of the year or the final, you know, last couple of weeks. And, yes. and guys, that's that's kind of the way it's going to be, Rick. Now, right now, didn't uh, Fable beat Springdale Harbor at home right now? So they got the little, what, little tiebreaker edge right there, right? Uh, Harbor beat Fayetteville at home. Okay, well, that's getting to Henry Apple. Well, I can't figure all that out. Just win. Just keep on winning, just, and it all play out. I'm not going to get into all that, I, who, what, you know, all that. But, yeah, it's coming down. You know, we got tur tournament time starting in the uh, – and the smaller classification, but man, in the six A West, it coming down just as you said to the final uh, uh, week of the season. A couple other That's how exciting, you want it, yeah. A couple other exciting games of notes. Um, uh, Bentonville West, Landon Price hits the, a game winning three pointer at the buzzer to give Bentonville West a fifty eight fifty six victory at at Fort Smith Northside. Um, Leland, I don't know what you've heard about that one, but uh, that's. West are the they are the road warriors. They they have won I think four or five now in a row on the road, and you know snapped a, a home winning streak by Northside, who had uh, been had won several on the road as well. Well, including winning two straight in Fort Smith, uh, which is um, which is not an easy task to do. So they've again played themselves into a very good position because you know all the teams always talk about in conference play how important those home games and getting wins at home um you know is and west and uh bentville west has been able to go on the road and get big wins and that's hard to do yeah this league is is you know there's getting any win whether it's at home or on the road is tough 
And um, so that's, that's a big win for Bentonville West. Um, you know, the Rogers boys hung around with Springdale for a while last night before uh, Springdale kind of, you know, shoved them aside at the end. But Isaiah Seeley had 20 points. That's another, that's another big win for Springdale. Um, I'm telling you what, I saw Springdale beat uh, Fayetteville just one week ago. And the way that Springdale team played with Eric Musselman in attendance, I mean, they're, they're a good ball, pl- ball club, but they've got all kinds of pieces. They've got length. Um, they've got athleticism. They've got two really good players in side Bates and, and Sealy. Who, who were just uh, really good. And so, man, Ricky, don't sleep on Springdale. I know that they got the bulk, too. They got uh, – uh, and, and Jeremy Price, is re- he's a good coach. He, he's he been in situations like this. He's going to get them kids fired up, motivated. Uh, man, just, uh, you know, Bentonville West and uh, and Springdale, you know, we talk about the two top teams a lot, Harbor and Fayetteville. But, man, and at four, five, six positions, you know, there's – it's, it's just a rat race. So, uh, and as uh, Rick and Leland have both alluded to, we, we've also got uh, district tournaments. I wonder why they call them district, because we talk about conferences. That, you know, sometimes they're called the conference tournament. Sometimes they're called the district tournament. Isn't um, district old-timey saying back in the day? I'm not old-timey. Well, One it of you is. guys will have to answer to that. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. However... Um, you know, the conferences are formed by the AAA. Well, if a team is independent and doesn't play in the round robin, they can still play in the district tournament because uh, Waldron did that. Well, it's probably been 25 or 30 years ago now. But anyway, Waldron played in the district tournament, even though they didn't play in the conference uh, that one particular or two particular years. So it's really it really is a district tournament, although conference tournament, I guess, would not be incorrect to say either. Well, there's our you. answer from Leland. Thank uh, you. Well, I knew I knew he would know. So yes, that's um, why he's here. And Leland, and you're going to. It's not just a pretty face. <laughs> it's not just, especially on Valentine's Day. Nope. Well, and then then my next question, Leland, because it's been so long, but is it the top? two from district go to regional uh most of them are four top four okay yes which is so big uh because and i'll get to that a little bit later in our gimme five or in our uh, top five uh about a particular team but that's uh you know uh this is a good example of why they play the game oh yeah so well, I'm looking forward to getting to that part of the show, and uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll look ahead to uh, what's coming up Friday night and um, even Saturday and uh, going into next week. You're listening to Prep Rally. If you're enjoying this podcast, consider a newspaper subscription to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette or the River Valley Democrat Gazette. We have a special offer for our podcast listeners, so visit nwaonline.com slash nwapodcast to get started. You can also click the subscribe button on our websites, nwaonline.com and rivervalleydemocratgazette.com. Or call us at 479-684-5509 and be sure to say that you're a podcast listener. Now back to the show.
Welcome back to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pests and Lawn. Graham Thomas, Rick Fires, and Leland Barclay with you as always. And uh, guys, so let's let's take a look at, at Friday night. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start off and maybe even end with Fayetteville girls and Northside girls. The the number one first place in the in the six A West Conference is on the line. Uh, Fayetteville has a uh, while they are one game behind Northside in the standings. They did beat Northside earlier this year, but as Vic Rimmer told me last night, uh, that you know that was before Christmas break. Both teams have gotten a lot better since then, Leland. Yeah, I think they're probably. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say two totally different teams, but I think especially in Northside's case, they are a different team than the third week of December. That was the very first conference game of the year. Uh, I think it was the first of you know, that Tuesday night, the third week of December. Uh, Northside was still kind of, uh, you know, juggling a few things. So I think it's safe to say that they are a different team, especially now that they've won, I guess, 11 straight uh, conference games, um, you know, and they lead the league by one. But Fayetteville obviously has the tiebreaker. So at this point, it is uh, Fayetteville's conference or top seed uh to win or lose on friday night rick i know you've seen Fayetteville girls quite a bit this year you've done several stories going to done a feature or two on them um they're a good team uh they you know sometimes uh you know they're they're not as as quick or um as uh you know maybe the springdale girls or, or harbor but boy they're big and strong and they can they can win games playing that way. See, they got the elements. They got an outstanding point guard in Brown, and they got two big girls underneath, uh, Washington. Uh, I can't remember the other girl's name. But Moss is the other one. Moss, yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. And and they can just dominate the inside. And and then you got a Brown with the assist, and they got a nice little freshman over there on the wing. So they got element and Vic Rimmer. You know, he's been coaching a long time. He gets the best out of these kids. Uh, so they, they're a dangerous team, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them go away once we get to postseason. Well, you know, Northside's got some pieces, too. you got the good yep. sisters. you got Hasley, Grotjohn, um, just a lot of pieces. And then, you know, Ricky Smith, That's that's got to be worth about 10 to 15 points right there. <clears throat> that tradition, man, too, yes. They expect to win, expect to go along. They expect to be in hot springs. Yes, sir. So uh, moving on over to the 5A West, uh, Leland, I know you got a big one down in Greenwood on Friday night. Mountain Home is going to make the trip down. And, um, you know, payback is is really tough sometimes. And I know Greenwood has been circling this one for a while after losing at Mountain Home earlier in the year. Um you know, something tells me Clay Reeves and, and his team will be ready to go Friday night. Yeah, something tells me that, too. And I, I guarantee you, the Greenwood Lady Bulldogs have had this one circled uh, for, for a couple of weeks now. They have scored over 80 points in three out of their last four games. They won by 60 on Tuesday night at Siloam Springs, and they are really – and truly rolling. And with Mountain Homes loss to Russellville on Tuesday night, Greenwood now can uh, you know, wrap up that top seed and uh in the into the state tournament uh coming up in Searcy in, in two weeks. So that's the I think probably the second be- biggest game in the state on 
on Friday night next to that Northside Fayetteville game. Now about that Mountain Home team. Now they, you know, they beat Greenwood. They got ranked number one in the state in five A. I think they've had some injuries and and they lost at Russellville. It's been kind of a tough sledding. Now you know Dell Leonard will have some kind of plan, and he's probably expecting the ambush because he's a good coach. But I mean, that what a tall task in front of them having to go down to Greenwood and win. Well, absolutely, especially you know coming off a loss. But like you said, you know he's a. Dell Leonard's a veteran coach. He just recently won his 400th game. In fact, it came against the Greenwood Lady Bulldogs. So, big game, and uh, I expect both teams to play their best on Friday night. And, Leland, you mentioned it earlier. You know, Van Buren's going to have to tr- make the trip up to Harrison. And, boy, I tell you what, it's uh, it's a tough tough task to, to not only make that trip, but to go win at Harrison uh, used to be the spook house. Now it's the nice new arena they built over there, but still a, a tall order against a Harrison team. that has been playing better as of late on the boys side. Well, and they're kind of fighting for their, uh, their playoff lives, uh, you know, at this point. And, and like uh, coach Brad Autry said, after the win over Alma, you know, that game wrapped up about a little after nine o'clock. And he said he was going to give them until midnight to enjoy that win, and then it was going to be back to work on Wednesday morning. Yep. Um, so a couple other, uh, just going over some of the games here. So Bentonville is traveling to Rogers. Um, you know, that on on both the boys' and girls' side, Rogers is uh, pretty much in, in need of a win to maybe stay in the playoff race here. Uh, Harbor will be at Southside. Uh, I would – think Harbor will be favored in both the boys and girls games there and Bentonville West is at Springdale. Um, well, that West West Springdale boys game is, I think really going to be a good one. And then uh, the other five, a West games that we're looking at uh, Van Buren. We talked about Van Buren and Harrison Greenbrier is going to visit Alma and silent Springs at Russellville. Um, so that, you know, just kind of segue us into the Tuesday matchup here. Um, the Fayetteville at Springdale Harbor matchup. Now, obviously, Fayetteville has to play North Side on Friday, and Harbor has to play South Side. But that Fayetteville Harbor boys game, they will pack out Wildcat Arena in Springdale. And uh, you know, Rick, you and I were at were at Round One on a Saturday night at Bulldog Arena in Fayetteville, and I can only imagine Round Two will be just as exciting for the fans and for us media guys. Well, I think at the time when we covered that, I said that this is one of the best high school environments I've seen right there. I mean, both student sections were heavily involved, a packed house, and I don't see why it'd be any different over at Harbor. I think it's going to be, you know, just a, another big time showdown, and uh, uh, it's a treat for us to be there. Yep, and uh, who knows? Maybe both of us will be there again. We'll see. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we will uh, dig into our top five of the week. You're listening to Prep Rally. Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. 
or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! Welcome back to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn, Graham Thomas, Ricky Fires, and Leland Barclay on the call today. And uh, guys, one thing I've, I neglected to mention, uh, you know, we talked about those district tournaments and, and such. Um, we'll be we'll have a little bit of coverage of that later this week. Uh, Henry Apple is going to make the trip over to Valley Springs for the conference championship of the 3A1 Um Leland, I believe you're heading over to. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be all over the place in these conference title game or conference tournaments this week. I know you're at least in Hackett one day and maybe somewhere else. And um, I'm gonna be in. Then, uh, I'll be in Hackett one day. I will be in Lavaca one day. Uh, I will be in Clarksville for the four A four. Uh, and in between all that, of course, the Mountain Home at Greenwood Big Girls game. So, a uh, big wow. week of basketball. And we're we're sending Ricky Fires to Decatur, America, uh, the one A one West Conference Tournament Finals. Boy, I'd, there there's there there could be a really good boys basketball game there. That I think you've already seen one version of that one, Rick. Yeah, hey, I look forward to that. I mean, doing small town basketball, I love it. Uh, you know, the wives, the coaches, wives get out there and make some uh, chili or something. I'll be first one standing in line over there. Look forward to it. All right. So top five of the week this week, guys. And uh, Rick, I filled in for you last week. And I know I chose exactly what you would have chosen for top fives. So don't you even worry about it. But uh, how about how about you start us off this week for the top five NWA boys? Okay, I'm going to use my hillbilly voice right here the best I can. It's not offensive because I am a native Arkansan, and they some mighty good shooting up there in them thar hills, and this has nothing to do with a rifle or a shotgun. I'm talking about Levi Carey of Valley Springs scored 33 points in a 70-41 to 41 win over Green Forest. All 33 points came on a school record, 11 three-pointers. Yeah, 11 three-pointers in one game by Levi. He broke his own record. He had uh, 10 three-pointers early in the year. He's just five foot nine. He's just one of them uh, jacket up, really good player, just deadly from outside. Uh, the win the other night, the Valley, they're 25 and 10 during the district tournament. Oh, and they play uh, Westport today. So good job for Levi. He was our boys. Uh, player of the week. Um, now I got to go back to, you know, it's, we're kind of overlapping a little bit. I got to go back to Cortland Muldrew. Man, the show he put on last night, 30 points. Um, and they had to stay focused. You know, Rogers Heritage is not one of the top teams. And Muldrew, man, he just started off. I think he had 11 points when when uh, Heritage had 11 points. And he just got better and better. And then, you know, he didn't have to do so much in second half. They won going away. Um, and, you know, Harbor's got some things to do, so, so does Fable, and hopefully that may sh set up that big showdown in the rematch at Harbor on Tuesday for the conference championship. Uh, you mentioned Landon Price. Man, we got to give him a sophomore forward, hit that game-winning buzzard, 23 points. He scored 11, uh, uh, team-high 11 points in fourth quarter. And you got uh, the Wolverines, uh, you know, they lost Tucker Anderson. Just a big time player. Not only is he a starter at UCA, 
he is uh, the, the leading scorer as a freshman. I wouldn't expect a lot this year from uh, Bentonville West, and here they are. They won four in a row, uh, uh, and winning on the road. Uh, I think uh, Leland is talking about winning down at Fort Smith uh, uh, two times. So good job by the Wolverines. Uh, Greg White regrouped them, got them again, uh, dangerous again. And we got to go back to favor, one uh, 60-53 at Bentonville. Hey, just like football, when you get this time of year, defense matters. And they went on what nearly three two fifty seven I think I read in your mm-hmm. your story uh, failed to score almost three minutes uh, they 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 played defense man they got that balance going D J Hudson um, Xavier Brown Ornag Jaden Haney uh, I think they are just uh, the deepest team in this league and just looking forward to see how it plays out next week. Yeah, it, it's gonna be fun for sure. So uh, top five NWA uh, girls. Uh, I'm going to keep the, that Fayetteville theme going. I'm going to give a, some props out to my uh, Myesha Washington of Fayetteville. You know, we've not really talked a lot about her on the show, but man, every time I see her, she is just steady, steady and solid. She had 13 points against Bentonville last night. And she got a, you know, there was a stretch there where Bentonville was only up, you know, two or three points and she she scored a basket. She assisted on the next one, and then she hits a three-pointer at the top of the key. All oh, of a sudden, wow. Fayetteville's up eight, and they're pulling away for the for the win. So uh, she's a solid player and um, did a great job. Uh, numbers two and three. So uh, Aubriana Wilson scored her 1,000th point for Springdale High in a win against Rogers on Tuesday night. Um I got to see Springdale a couple or a couple nights ago, and they didn't have a great night. But man, I tell you, they are fun to watch. They absolutely get after it and create chaos. Um, oh, they are, and you know, they didn't really shoot it great, but uh, Aubrey was one of those that is right in the middle of all of it. So, congratulations to her, Rick. How about your girl uh, Delaney Roller? She scored her one thousandth point for Springdale Harbor, and. Uh, I love it. She went into halftime with 999 points and then came yeah. out with a, with a big second half and uh, had a big night as, as uh, Springdale Harbor. Hey, Graham, uh, and the cool thing about it is they kept on playing, and she, after the game, I interviewed, she said, oh, it didn't matter right then. We needed to win the game. I had to get back and play defense. So team-oriented, that's what you love about uh, awesome. our, our athletes like that, and they won a game they really needed to. That's awesome. Yep. Um in keeping with this Valley Springs theme, Rick, uh, how about Macy Willis of Valley Springs? Ooh, she yes. had 29 points, including 14 in the third quarter in a win over Green Forest a few nights ago. And I swear, this is every week, it seems, but Farmington girls, uh, it's like a broken record, 30-1. and one. And I'm, I'm sure they've got some uh, conference tournament games coming up here later this week. Um, you know, going to be hard-pressed for someone to beat them in the conference tournament. So, that's my top five of the week, and we're going to kick it over to Leland, who I'm sure has got something great for us. Well, I'm going to start with, uh, of course, the player of the week. Uh, Rick Fires uh, had that in the uh, in the paper on Tuesday. Anna Trusty of Greenwood in two wins last week. She had a combined 42 points, 16 rebounds, and nine steals. Tuesday night in that 60-point 60 win, 60 win at Salem Springs, she scored 19 points and had four rebounds, four assists, and four steals. 
And also Tuesday night, she moved into second place all-time scoring for the Lady Bulldogs, uh, passing London Williams and is only behind Kenley Fisher now. And Friday night against Mountain Home, she'll likely go over 1,800 points in her career. Wow. And, oh, by the way, she was also the homecoming queen last week. Wow. Uh, in the Battle of Crawford County on Tuesday night, uh, Alma senior Kylie Poole switched five three-pointers and scored a career-high 15 points in leading the Alma Lady Airedales to a 53-48 win over rival Van Buren, which also earned Alma head coach Chanley Bottoms, uh, the uh, Alma former Alma All-Stater and state champion, uh, a win over uh, Van Buren, her first one. Hey, Leland, didn't didn't Van Buren Mercy rule them the first time around or something well, close to that? I was I was gonna get into that. Yes, it okay. was 53 to 25. And at halftime, Van Buren led that game 35 to 7. Mm. Tuesday night, Poole hit three three-pointers in the second quarter, and she was five of seven shooting for the game. You know, she's only one of two seniors, you know, on that team. And uh, you know, again, it's a classic example of you know why they play the game. Uh, and then at the game after that, of course, Van Buren uh, wiped out an eight to seven deficit in the first quarter. Jackson Cazell had a putback and then hit a three pointer, and Van Buren led twelve to eight. They used an eight zero run in the second quarter to go up twenty nine to fifteen at the half. They used another eight zero run in the third quarter, went up forty to twenty, uh, and then led by double digits from. Uh, from there on out, uh, Braswell and A.G. Denton had 14 points. Trenton Cooley and Jackson Gazelle each had 11. Glavin McDonald had seven points and six rebounds. And, uh, you know, put the pointers in uh, in good position in the 5A West. And then, of course, in the district tournaments, you know, on Monday and Tuesday, the early parts of the week are always the, I you know, the lower seeds fighting to get into the regionals generally in district tournaments uh the the conferences will give the top two teams during the regular season buys into the semifinals which also earns them a spot into the regionals well there's other teams that have to play their way into it and one of those annabelle perry scored 25 points to lead paris to a 47 46 win at hackett on monday in the 3a4 district tournament then scored, turned around and scored 27 points on Tuesday night Great in a 57-43 win against Two Rivers. Paris began the district tournament as the sixth seed, but obviously won on consecutive nights in the district tournament to earn a berth not only into Thursday's semifinals, but also in the next week's regional tournament. Uh, likewise, Noah Harrell had 27 points, to help Boonville to a win on Tuesday night uh, over two rivers to also earn them a berth into the semifinals on Thursday night. And, uh, and then also the, uh, you know, the regional tournament coming up next week. And then last but not least, uh, shout out to the Southside Mavericks for winning the class six, a state bowling championship uh, last week, led by a freshman Carter Twaywick who bowled a series 724. They also had uh, Josh Priester and Rory Morrill were also selected All-State and had uh, 609 and 607 series. Northside's Max Howerton actually had the high game 
in the in the uh, state bowling tournament with a uh, 257. So congratulations to them. Congrats to them for sure. Rick, I bet you're a good bowler, aren't you? Uh, that's not up my alley. Oh, I hated doing that. But no, I I don't bowl at all, hardly. <laughs> you know, it's oh, funny, I... the thing about, you know, some of these sports and, and bowling. I mean, we all, just about all of us, maybe not Rick, but we all grew up, uh, you know, going to the bowling alley. I mean, everybody enjoys it. In fact, I went last week. I mean, everybody likes bowling. <laughs> Well, see, well, I grew up in I, Michigan, and during during wintertime, we'd play hockey. We'd get out there, you know, a baseball field, the infield. They would take the infield and pour uh, ice, uh, uh, water on it, and uh, 12 hours later, you had your little uh, hockey rink. That's what we did during the winter. Wasn't good I'll enough to you, play basketball, so we I played hockey. I'll tell you about the bowling, though. I mean, it's it's pretty competitive in these in these tournaments. I mean, they – you know, the, you know, these coaches, you know, the ones I've seen, they really know what they're talking about and trying to teach the kids about technique and, you know, trying to, you know, and strategy and all that stuff. And um, it's pretty intense, you know, for, oh, it's a, for a bowling it's a alley. It's a great atmosphere. And the thing about bowling, too, is it is one day on that lane and it's um, – you know, it's it's one of those things, again, the reason why they play the game because a lot of things can happen. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we that'll wrap us up for this week's Prep Rally. Uh, you know, you can uh, listen to Prep Rally at nwaonline.com. You can watch it on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can you can find it there. Um, you know, thanks again to uh, Leland and Rick for joining us. And um, be sure and check out the River Valley Report which I'm sure Leland is about to shoot right now. So, um, and thanks again to our sponsor, West Termite Pest and Lawn. We'll see you guys next week. We love you.